Hello, fuckheads. And fuckettes or something. I don't know what I normally say. I don't really care. So, I'm doing something a little bit different tonight. Um, I got some music playing in the background. Hopefully, I don't get picked up for copyright infringement or anything. But it's just in time. And uh, those crap country rap guys that I fucking love. So, I don't think you're going to worry about that. So, I don't know if you guys can even hear it, but I'll just leave it go. But, uh, New Breed and Jesse Howard are playing right now. It's called Welcome to My House. If you haven't heard that one, fuck you. Come to my house. I'll introduce you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I figured I'm going to go a little different tonight for my tales. I have kind of got real hard into the drug stories here lately. So let's touch base on a little bit of uh, not so much drug induced. And this one is going to make a lot of you laugh. It's the story of how I got the six and a half to eight inch scar on my left ass cheek. Brent, I know you're listening. I know you're laughing already. Thanks for being there, brother. Thanks for doing what you did for me. <laughs> but the world needs to know. So, me, Brent, and a guy that I thought was a good friend who I would rather see dead than alive right now. We were having some drinks because that's what I did. I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> and, uh... I think I was drinking Molson Canadian Ice that day, and I had four or five in me already. And we were going rollerblading. And I had one cracked as soon as I got them out of Dipshit's car. Or as soon as I got out of Dipshit's car with my blades strapped on. I had one in my hand and one in my back pocket. Well, as I was getting out of the car... I thought I saw a cop car coming down the hill. So my first thought was, oh, fuck, hide the open liquor. So I dump it into my left-hand rear pocket. And I was wearing Brody's, the ones with the big fucking pockets at the time. You could hide two, or no, if I remember correctly, uh, if you stacked them right, you could do six full bottles of beer in your pockets. So I stuffed one into that pocket. And as I was doing that, I lost my fucking balance. And I landed right full on on that left ass cheek. And I heard the beer bottle break. Well, Brent looks right at me and he goes, I don't mean to sound gay, but come and look at your ass. <laughs> I looked at him and I'm, I'm sticking my hand in my back pocket. And I'm trying to feel to see if I ripped the jeans or not. Because everything was wet. Obviously, pretty much a fresh beer. Well, right away I'm like, no, it's good, man. I didn't, everything's good. And then like 30, 45 seconds later, it started to hurt. So back my hand goes into the pocket again. And I found a rip in my jeans. So I stick my pointer finger into the hole in my jeans. And I shit you not. My second asshole swallowed that finger and I touched my bone 
I spun around. I looked at Brant and I was like, man, this is probably going to be the gayest thing I've ever said to you. But I need to drop my pants and you need to tell me how big that hole is. <laughs> so I spun around and pointed my ass at him. Pulled my pants down. And he's like, oh yeah, it looks like you got a little cut there. I stuck my hand back down and I pried it open with two fingers like you'd do a gaping vag. And I pried it open and the motherfucker ate my middle finger. Like I ripped a second asshole in my left ass cheek. It was fucking horrible. And I remember, I pulled my fucking middle finger out of my second asshole, pull my pants up, and spin around. I look at Brent, and he's like, hospital, now. And he's like, white as a ghost. So I knew it wasn't good. So... <laughs> We get into dipshit's car. Off to the hospital we go. I don't know if I told you guys or not about the uh, black doctor that stitched my hand up on my 18th birthday. I don't remember if I told you about him, but oh, fuck me, did I give him a hard time on my 18th birthday. Well, it just happened to be the same fucking doctor that had to stitch that second asshole in my left ass cheek up he had to put if i remember correctly and brent i know you're listening if i was wrong or if i'm wrong let me know i think it was eight inner stitches between the bone and the exterior and then i believe it was 10 or 12 stitches on the outside to put my ass to back together <laughs> and Brant being the solid, solid buddy he is. <laughs> Motherfucker changed my dressing. <laughs> and not only did he change my dressing, but the stitches they put on the outside weren't the dissolvable ones. Like, they already had the dissolvable ones out to do the inner ones. So why wouldn't they have done both dissolvable? But Brent cut those out of my ass. And he is a wicked tattoo artist. One day, he's actually going to cover the scar on my ass with a tattoo of a broken Molson Canadian ice bottle. So, no drugs involved in that one. Just a few beers and a stupid, stupid fucking choice. <laughs> but, since we're on the topic of Brent and my ass... <laughs> I got this bright idea when I was about 18 that uh, Brent needed to get a Sharpie and write your name on my ass cheek so that I could get free drinks from people out of the bar. And I know some of you are going, there's no way that worked. Well, guess what, you dumb fucks. It worked. And I pulled it. I pulled that move off for probably three or four months. Hit the same goddamn people. My favorite, though, I think, was the DJ at one of the local bars in town. I showed up. I'd been doing this move for a while, and nobody was nobody was going for it. They were all like, nope, no, nope, been there, done that. No, you're out here. No, you're doing this. So I walked up to the DJ. <clears throat> I looked at him, and I said, 
Uh, how many free drinks are you going to give me if I have your name tattooed on my ass? Gives me a funny look, and he goes, what do you mean you got my name tattooed on your ass? So I know I got your name tattooed on my ass. He goes, yeah, that's what I said. I said, no, I got your name tattooed on my ass. He looks at me and he goes, if you seriously have my name tattooed on your ass, I'll pay for your drinks all night long. I looked at him and I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I never said I had your name tattooed on my ass. Or my name tattooed on your ass. I said, I have your name tattooed on my ass. He looks at me and goes, same shit, different pile. What does it matter? I said, so, the deal is, all I can drink for the night, if I have your name tattooed on my ass, and he goes, done deal, but you have to stand up on the speaker box and show everybody in the bar. I was like, yeah, fuck, done deal. I knew Brent did a good job. The only thing that could have looked bad was my ass. <laughs> But whatever. So he gets over the microphone and he starts beaking off. He's like, this guy says he's got my name tattooed on his ass. And he said my name a couple of different times. And he says, before you get up on that speaker and show everybody, what's the one thing you have to say? I grabbed the mic and looked at him and I said, the deal was your name is tattooed on my ass. He grabs the mic and goes, yeah, that's what I said. I said, all right, everybody, we're clear. Your name is tattooed on my ass. Everybody cheered. I dropped my pants. Brent had written your name on my ass, and it looked like a tattoo. Me and a couple of buddies, I think Brent even got a few drinks that night because nobody could believe we had the balls to pull it off. It was pretty fucking good. <laughs> Another time, Brent is like just the fucking hero tonight on my podcast, I think. But we were rolling down the main drag in uh, his 85 Chevy Silverado regular cab, long box. Colors were black and gold. Gorgeous truck. Love the truck. Hate the Skinner goof that owns it now. But... That's another story for another time. And that will come out six months to a year when the trial's over. And uh, we're rolling down. Windows are down. I thought the windows on this SUV next to us were down. And the chick driving that SUV was smoking hot. And I mean, like, hotter than a $2 pistol, as Vice Grip Garage would say. Sorry, had to have a drink. Don't know if you heard that or the tunes I'm listening to, but I think it's up church on right now. Is 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 that up church? Oh no, that's Moccasin, I think. I it's one of those redneck nation boys. So get over check out Redneck Nation. I'm not I'm 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 not sponsored by them at all, but that's who I listen to. They all fly the rebel flag. And I'm a northern boy from Canada, and I fly it, and I'm north in Alberta. I mean, north in Canada. And I fly the rebel flag. I love the rebel flag. 
Where, 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 where was I? Oh, I better let you guys know. I'm six or eight or oh, I'm 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 nine. Mike's hard iced teas in, and I had a couple of my uh, THC CBD gummies to ease my pains and my backs. So I'm I'm feeling pretty good. What was I talking about? You you can say what I was talking about. Like he can't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, no, we we got past that. We were cruising down the street. Yeah, in in, in his yeah in, in his black and gold silver auto, and this SUV pulled up beside us, and this chick was looking pretty good, and it was cold. Like a two dollar pistol. Yeah, two dollar pistol, something. She was hot like a two dollar pistol, or his truck was hot like I don't know. Something was hot like a two dollar pistol, and I would have fucked it either way. It doesn't matter if it was his truck or the chick that was driving the SUV or. His wife, or oh, oh, been there, done that. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Rent. Love you, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this chick rolling by in this SUV. See, and this is why I love my fucking podcast being as raw as it is because I don't edit shit. I, the only thing I'll edit is if I slip and say somebody's name. Like, if I was to slip and say the captain's real name, I gotta edit that, because he's a little punk bitch and won't let me say his real name. I love him, but fuck that guy. <laughs> but, so we're rolling down the main drag in my hometown, and this chick rolls up beside us, and we got the windows down in the black gold Chevy, and I look over at this chick, not even thinking, because it's cold out. But we always kept the windows down because they were, they were dark. The tint in them was way too dark. Well, I look over at her. I look over at Brent, and I'm like, I'd fucking do that. And this chick just automatically looks over at me. And I think her words were, I wouldn't do you. But... Brent, I know you're listening, bro. So you gotta, you gotta fill me in. Remind me what exactly she fucking said. But oh my god, I don't think I've ever been so fucking embarrassed in my life. So uh, here we are now. We're uh, we're 15 minutes in. So I guess I better tell you guys. Jump on over to who am I telling them to jump over to? Oh, the Dusty Shed Wood Company. How do you not know? It's beyond me. Oh, incredible custom woodworking. They got a laser engraver now. You want your signature put on a custom thing? They'll do it. It they're sponsored, but not sponsored. They don't pay me, but you need to pay them. Because if you pay them, they might pay me. Oh, no, the work is actually incredible. I've bought in quite a bit. I have lots of their shit in my own house. Oh, sorry, I was watching a music video again there and got distracted. Not quite sure what the fuck I was... Oh, yeah. 
Dusty Shedwood Company. <laughs> Fuck those guys. I mean, buy some shit from them. <laughs> yeah, I need to, I, wow. This will be a good episode. Oh, I got to touch base on something here. So, I have a couple of people that have asked me if my childhood was good growing up. So, I just want everybody to know, my childhood was relatively good. You know, being a Gen Xer, it was probably as good as it could be. Yeah, better, yeah, better than a lot because of my grandparents. So, I don't want anybody to think that I was a piece of shit because of the way I was raised. I was a piece of shit because, well, I'm a piece of shit. And I, I look at all these pieces of shit running around now that are 20 years old that were born when I was being a piece of shit. They were born when I was being a piece of shit and getting thumped out for being a piece of shit asshole. And I look at them and I'm like, motherfucker, I wish I had a time machine to take you back 20 years. Because you cry that you have this disorder or you have that disorder. You want to see a fucking disorder? Let's take your ass back. Make you be a Gen X kid. <laughs> so I just, anybody that's listening that might be family, I want to give you a shout out. Whether you were around or you weren't. Thank you for any part you did for me. Those of you that aren't alive anymore. And the majority of you that had a good act on my life or made me become a half-decent person, most of you are gone. But to the rest of you that are still out there listening and uh, supporting me on this one, thank you. I was a piece of shit because of who I am, not because of the people that raised me. Well, the pieces of shit that were involved in my life helped me become the piece of shit that I was or am or I don't know exactly how to say that because some days I'm a good person other days I'm a piece of shit and I'll fuck you in your booty hole just because you looked at me the wrong way I don't know hope you're enjoying this episode this one's a little a little out there oh the lax are about to sing with Nate Kenyon and who else? Who else? Oh, that's a wrench. And the dirt road dollars. You know what? Maybe they'll ban me. Oh, and uh, just in time, you country rap singer dude, you need to track me down. Bob's Bob's on Facebook. I'm not hard to find. We need to do a redneck rave up in Canada. So, touch base. I've always been a wicked one for throwing a bash. But I think if I had you backing me to throw a bash in Canada, well, assuming you can get across the border. I can get across the border down to you. Well, I could of in 19. But I don't know about now because I was in Vegas in 19. Fuck Vegas was fun. Alright, I sidetracked again. Alright, I think I'm gonna end this episode. But Redneck Rave, check it out. 
And uh, just in time, it's Bob's Bob's with Tales of a Messed Up Northern Boy. I'm thinking about monetizing my... Um, what is this I'm doing? Oh, podcast. Wow. <laughs> that should be good for some of you. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't really think you've heard me... I think this is the second time I've been out of it. Doing a recording. The first time was that episode of me and Brent and Justin in Victoria, I think it was called. But it was way early. Go back and check it out. If you're just finding this episode, you got to go back. you got to go way back to the word go and to really find out how fucked up I am. Oh, do you like drugs? Because I used to. And if you, if you want to talk about drugs, or you want to be a guest on the show, shoot me an email. All one word, all lowercase. T, uh, how would I say it, then spell it? How about I don't spell it, because I can't spell my own fucking name. But tales of a messed up northern boy at gmail.com. Or get on the Facebooks. And find Tales of a Messed Up Northern Boy or me, Bob's Bob's. And you cannot not find me. Double negative. Because I'm a fake person. Because fuck you. <laughs> so, you want to know how to spell Bob's Bob's? It's capital B, little case U, capital B, little case S. Space, capital B, little case U, capital B, little case S. That's me. Send me a message. You want to be an episode on the show? Fuck yeah, let's do it up. If you don't, fuck yeah, I don't care. But like and share. And I think on that note, we're going to end this off the way Bubs Bubs always ends it. Don't walk a mile in my shoes, motherfucker. Because that won't impress me. Live ten seconds in my head. Because I think 30 is too much. I think 30 will fuck you up. But if you live 30 in my head, you'll definitely understand why I am a messed up northern boy. And these are my tales. Peace, monkey fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>